It's your girl, Marisa, and you are listening to the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. The Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast is sponsored in part by Holy Grail Clothing Company, an American lifestyle brand presented by the Regal Brand Incorporated. Discover high-quality handcrafted essentials from their collections for men, women, and children. Podcast subscribers can take 15% off their entire purchase with discount code HEARDTHAT15. That's H-E-A-R-D-T-H-A-T-1-5 when they shop the virtual retail store at HolyGrailClothingCompany.com. That's HolyGrailClothingCO.com. Holy Grail Clothing Company, wear your crown. I absolutely love doing volunteer service. I have met the most amazing people and some extraordinary kids as well. The cool thing that kids will always ask for when I am volunteering is books, if we have books available for them to take home because their passion and love for reading. There's an amazing author out there by the name of Trevor Romain who has such cool books for kids that are fun and awesome with simple stories that kids can relate to and parents as well. The Trevor Romain Company has a diverse collection of social and emotional learning resources to help children and their families become healthier, happier, and more confident. All heard that, listeners. If you go on trevorromain.com today, you get an exclusive 15% off your complete order by using the code HEARDTHAT, H-E-A-R-D-T-H-A-T-1-5, at trevorromain.com. Trevor Romain, no E at the end of Romain, Dot com today. The fadeaway. And there it is. History. Russell Westbrook has just surpassed Oscar Robertson. It lasted 47 years. And now Russell Westbrook stands there all alone. A record that was titled untouchable for 47 years has been broken. Congratulations, Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook did something that nobody thought was possible. Incredible night for an incredible player, Russell Westbrook. Let's say that three times fast. Uh, he broke the record that was standing the test of time that possibly nobody thought could be broken. Uh, but if you've seen over the years uh, how Re Westbrook has played, Effectively, for the teams that he's played for in the NBA, you already know that at some point, 
the great O, the big O, Oscar Robertson's record was going to fall. That's been standing for that long. So congratulations to him. Uh, he now surpasses Robertson, uh, Magic Johnson, Jason Kidd, and LeBron James top out the round, uh, top round out the top five. And uh, it's it's a huge uh, accomplishment. It's just you know hopefully maybe with uh, with that team and Bradley Beal that they will somehow make their way to a championship because he's a phenomenal player. Uh, despite so many reports saying that he's like a ball hog and he does everything, uh, mostly carries the team. Which yes, he does. He carries the teams. He carries the teams that he's been on. He's carried Oklahoma, carried Houston. And uh, he's working together with Bradley Beal, which is uh, something amazing to him when you watch them play uh, right there in, in D.C. And you see the, the way that, yes, you still see the uh, flashes of Westbrook and how uh, amazing he is with the shooting and the, the um, blocking shots and all that that he does. It's just absolutely amazing. And Skip Bayless, he has, you know, pretty much on uh, Undisputed has... And as well as ESPN when he was on there, always called Russell a, a ball, ball hog. But, you know, he I, I really hope that he does get a, a championship ring. I don't know if it's going uh, to be with the team that he's on right now. I'm not sure. Uh, I just think that they did kept a couple of key components. Um, but who knows? I mean, who knows where the the they may he may take the team and in all that. So, uh, congratulations to him breaking the, the, the record, uh, that was held for that long, um, by, um, you know, the great Oscar Robertson. If you don't know who Oscar Robertson is, shame on you. You need to look it up. So what's up, Heard That Nation listening in the United States and around the world, checking out your, this podcast today. I appreciate you joining in and jumping in. I just had to do that because I finally got to watch an NBA game, and that was the one that was on last night. So uh, congratulations to him. And I also checked out the, the Warriors in Utah Jazz last night. And the Warriors looking really good. Uh, I mean, Steph Curry is my MVP candidate. I mean, if you want to debate me, heard that with Marisa.com. Check it out. And leave me a comment on why you think somebody else besides Steph Curry is going to be MVP. Uh, I just I just think he is. I mean, you've uh, heard me on my previous shows talk about him, how amazing he is, 40-something points, pretty much has carried the Warriors. Um, and I'm, st- I'm starting to see the Warriors starting to, the young players starting to come around and, and, and be that supporting cast. Like not last night. And everybody that knows and has listened to this podcast and knows me knows that I'm a Michigan fan. And Jordan Poole hitting that clutch three in the third quarter. And the announcer saying he's starting to find his his rhythm. He's starting to find, you know, his role. And I'm like, sir, you need to go back in time where us Michigan fans know that Jordan Poole hit that clutch shot several years ago during the NCAA tournament against Houston. And everybody from their, from my mother, well, she don't watch a lot of basketball, but I'm going to pretend she does, to any Michigan fan was losing their absolute mind when he hit that shot during the NCAA tournament. So uh, him hitting that clutch three, those that have seen him play, Jordan Poole, we've seen it all before. So, uh, but this, it's, it's a great time in, in the NBA, except for my Pistons. I mean, who knows if they're going to get the number one pick, the number two pick. Uh, my Detroit Pistons need a lot of help, a lot of work. Uh, shoot, all my Detroit teams do. I mean, I get a lot of condolences and sympathies and telling me, people telling me to jump ship to another team. I'm not that type of person. I will stick with my teams 
Just I would like them to come around and win a game or two or a season or a ring. Or hopefully this fall, uh, my Detroit Lions will do something epic like, you know, make it to the playoffs, win a playoff game, and more than that. Because of the draft, I re-expressed all my happiness, joy, and giddiness on uh, my social media platforms and uh, talked to many of fans as well that this was the first time in a long time that I was very happy with the Detroit Lions in their draft picks. And I, I'm ready for kneecap season. Dan Campbell, who is our head coach that will lead our squad uh, this season, and I, I'm ready. Let's, let's hashtag kneecap season. I'm ready for it. I'm trying not to put all my football eggs in one uh, turf-filled basket, but uh, after seeing that we selected the needs for our team, uh, Penny Sewell going number seven from Baylor, very, I'm sorry, from Oregon, very excited uh, about that. So um, it, it's, it's happening. It, it's happening. Uh, y'all better look out. I, I cannot, I cannot wait. And in our conference alone, I know that we have an opportunity. There's some issues going on. Uh, we, we, we don't have uh, a, a lot of strengths as they, you know, the so-called media fans are looking at, like media fans, the media has been looking at the strengths and, and, the, and what the Lions need to work on. But you know what? I, I'm, I'm just excited. I'm ready for fall to come. I know we are stuck in the middle of May, but I'm ready for football season right now. So we'll see how that goes. Speaking of the NFL, see who's back. And now is a tight end. That would be Timothy Richard Tebow. It is Tebow time back in the NFL, ladies and gentlemen. He signed a one-year deal with the Jacksonville Jaguars, which reunites him with his former head coach from his glory days of the Florida Gators. That would be Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer is in his uh, first year in the NFL as a head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. I, I, I've seen... Here's the thing, y'all. I've seen many of reports... Uh, thinking, you know, at 33 years old, Tebow's, you know, fairly young, good athletic shape. Um, you know, he did his baseball thing, and then anybody that knows, he was there for Denver, played uh, quarterback for Denver, and then played quarterback uh, for the Jets, and then, you know, um, going and doing his own gig and things uh, with the with ESPN and SEC Network and, and doing, you know, multiple speaking engagements and has a uh, several businesses out and everything else, got married uh, to a very lovely woman um, and, and doing his thing, right? So he's coming back He's coming back to the NFL now being a tight end. Now, mind you, and I know I read this somewhere, that he, it, and, and people had his doubts about him, and, and, they, and they should, that, you know, him being a quarterback and, you know, a Heisman Trophy winner, let me not forget that. He he looked good, and, and you know, for Florida, but you know, being that early draft pick that he was uh, to the Denver Broncos, and then going out there and playing, a lot of people were not buying what he was selling, and it was brought up in the fact, and I believe I, I did read this somewhere that uh, he was offered to switch the position to either wide, re- I believe it was wide receiver, it wasn't tight end that I read, um, and you know, he was adamant against it and wanted to stick to. Uh, the lakes and rivers that God had, you know, the talents he give, gave him, which was quarterback. So I just think this is a very interesting move, uh, uh, several reasons. One, back with Urban Meyer. Two, 
uh, now switching the position to have that opportunity again in the NFL. And the comments that I read and the conversations that I had with people, the most common thing that was brought up is Tebow is getting this opportunity in the NFL, but why not Colin Kaepernick, who both of them, now both Tebow and Kaepernick, both 33 years of age, in great shape, NFL ready like today. Especially Kaepernick, who has been out, and everybody knows the backstory of that. I will not go uh, you know, into the rhetoric. Now, it's not rhetoric. It's, it's a stance that um, shouldn't have ever pen- penalized him. Uh, from being kicked out in the NFL. I mean, we've seen many things worse off, but this man took a knee for uh, social justice and, you know, he paid, you know, pretty much paid the price with his career, which, you know, the NFL, Roger Goodell, the powers that be have apologized for not listening and basically penalizing him for uh, basically believing in so what the things he, he believed in and, and taking a stand for what is right. What we have not seen is this man offered a job yet, okay? Tebow, I believe, has been out of the league for eight years. Um, it's been uh, four, five, four years, four years, five years for, for Colin Kaepernick. Um, how come he hasn't been offered an opportunity yet? We got an apology. We got an, oh, he should have listened. Everything that's happened in 2019, 2020 with the pandemic, uh, different things that have happened, um, with uh, uh, police uh, killings, you know, George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, the list goes on and on and on. NFL, you know, Roger Goodell catching the clue saying, oh, okay, this, this, now we get it. Now we get the reason why he did what he did and everything else and apologize to him. But what about a job? What about that opportunity? Is he ever going to get one? Um, you know, does, does Colin Kaepernick want one? So I, I, I just, you know, I, I wish that he does get an opportunity and he does get that, you know, go and showcase his talent out there for the NFL and for a team. Um, it, it, I just wish that that would happen sooner than later. Um, and, uh, you know, I, my good friend and I had him on the podcast, uh, Jesse Holly, who played for the Dallas Cowboys for, uh, two or three seasons. A, he made a post on his Twitter page, about, you know, he's going to call, you know, just call his agent up and get, a, a you know, a, another cent in the NFL because, you know, if that's the easy road to handle it, you know, why not? So um, to where he was jokingly saying that his agent said, you know, you're tired, go to bed. It's not happening. <laughs> so but hopefully Conley Kaepernick gets that opportunity to, you know, some team picks him up. And I've also read, too, that people in, in their opinions, again, um, think that this is, you know, absolute 100% bona fide white privilege. However you take it, however you stance on it, you know, that's your call. Um, I just see it as this. Tim Tebow got the right opportunity at the right time. Great shape. How long he's going to, you know, if it's legit and he lasts a whole season there in Jacksonville, you know, makes the roster, makes the team, we'll have to see that. Um, Hopefully it's not all about favoritism. That's based off of talent and, you know, he makes, he makes the squad, you know, we'll just see that, that it happens, who knows. Um, but you know, good luck on his journey and NFL teams and the powers that be Colin Kaepernick is 33 years old, has been to the Super Bowl before, uh, ready to play. There should be no excuse. What is your excuse? I don't understand why he is not in the, in the NFL. So, you know, take it as well, but you know, I'm here on my little bitty platform, 
in, in my podcast, but trust and believe there has been those with bigger platforms, bigger voices that have said the same exact thing. So we'll just see how that goes from there when it go, comes to opportunities happening this summer. So uh, this summer with a training camp and then the fall with the NFL coming back for its full season. And full season meaning 17 games. I had to marinate on that because uh, that's, that's, a, that's a pretty uh, lengthy schedule. Um, so we'll just have to see about that. I mean, yay for fans like myself who love football and, and want that. So uh, we'll just see how it goes. The schedules are being made. They're supposed to drop the schedule on May 21st. Um, they're doing a whole uh, thing of it instead of, you know, just dropping it online. I guess they're making a whole show and spectacle of it because, you know, football is supposed to go back in its capacity and fans and everything else. So should be interesting to see. Hopefully uh, we get a, a pretty good schedule, but I know we will. I just want our team to win. You know, Detroit Lions, please, 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 please get in double-digit wins this season. We got opportunities to do so with the draft picks that we have. So I'm excited about it. Mother's Day was this past weekend. Did you treat your mama to some dinner, to some flowers, to whatever she wanted? Uh, we got treated this weekend. If you are fans of SW, SWV and Escape, um, Triller, and uh, Instagram and Versus did an amazing, amazing job. These ladies, if you are fans of 90s R&B, Honey child, these ladies brought it, okay? These ladies absolutely brought it. Now, I want to say a few things because <laughs> people, you know, people say some funny stuff in the chat. You got all kinds of celebrities and all kinds of people that are in the chat. You got sports teams. You got um, businesses. Uh, I believe this um, Escape versus uh, SWV was sponsored uh, by Doritos. It was sponsored by Ciroc, of course, uh, Diddy's brand. Um, Urban Decay got in on the action. I mean, they made it really, really nice. It was so good to see the legendary queen on the ones and two, Spinderella, be up there. Shouts out to Spinderella uh, doing her thing. She was uh, with DJ Plus, or is it DJ and One? Yeah, I almost said Plus One. DJ and One, he was super hype uh, during the time that uh, him and Spinderella were doing the warm up of songs and everything else. And that was phenomenal. Uh, they were going back and forth. Uh, with uh, songs that was just happening, got the vibes going and flowing and people that were chiming in on Triller.com, on uh, IG, on Versus, um, and other streaming networks. It was, it was amazing when they, they kicked it off before the ladies came to the stage. Uh, they had the stage all set up where it was like kind of social distance from each other. So you had uh, Escape, you had SWV on one side, Escape on the other side, um, and through a while they were making comments like, oh, we too far away. We, we need to move closer. We need to, and eventually throughout the, the, the event they did. Um, but I got to tell you, um, people are like, well, who do you think won Marisa? Listen, number one, it's never a battle with these legendary groups, in my opinion, because we've been blessed with music that brought us through some stuff that brought us through 2020 that brought us through our mental our mental uh, uh, wellness and our mental health, music, I believe, is a healer. And these ladies, if you know them from the 90s, they had some legendary songs that um, you, just, you just can't you can't take away from. So as Escape started off with a, the Clark Sisters 
um, is my living in vain? And I'll tell you what, the beauty of both groups, but the beauty of how they sang this song and the harmonies and, and, and everything, like there's several times I just had to shut my eyes and just listen to the beautiful blend of Tasha and Tamika and Tiny and Candy. They, as if, as if you were listening to them in concert, as if you were listening to them with CDs back in the day, and yes, I had my Escape CD humming coming at you. Phenomenal. I, I wore that CD. I probably got like 500 scratches on that CD, but that's okay. I don't care. That's, that, 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 was, that, was, that music was absolutely amazing and still is. And throughout the, the, the event, the, both of these groups, their harmonies were just magic. Just absolute magic. SWV uh, with uh, Lili and Taj and Coco. Uh, Coco's vocals just, ooh, vocals, 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 vocals. That woman, everybody, and the comments were just funny. Like, you know, uh, Escape stood up for, you know, most of their songs and everything. Looking amazing. Tiny was looking phenomenal. Phenomenal. And I'm sorry if Tiny ever hears this episode. Tiny, I underestimated your vocal, sis. I am so sorry. You knocked it out of the park on several of them songs that you was just, oh, girl, mm, just, and shed a tear on one of them because she's just, you, I, I have no words, ladies and gentlemen. I know I'm pausing a whole lot, but you just had to be there. And I believe you can pull it up on triller.com uh, versus.com and just uh, look for the whole entire um, celebration. It was not versus. It, we won as music fans. We won. But anyway, looking at the comments, and I was seeing um, uh, SWV didn't stand up a lot. Like Taj was just like, you know, ladies, let's go, let's get into it and everything. And you know, Lily uh, was starting to warm up. And Coco, you know, people were trying to make their assessment about her. You know, she was she looked cute. She had these bomb, you know, red bottoms, super high heeled shoes, and everything else. And I'm like, y'all. She, she, they earned the right to sit, stand, squat, kneel. I mean, they, they are queens. They're legends. Let's, let's, let's leave her alone. She don't want to stand up. She did. And they were assessing that she was standoffish and she didn't want to, she didn't want to be there and everything else, which is absolutely ridiculous and far from the truth and everything else. Still just blew us away with, uh, those vocals. You're always on my mind. I mean, I could have that on repeat. Of course, everybody, you know, at the end, they sang their songs that they're well known for. Um, and throughout, it was just funny to see people like, okay, hurry up and sing Week. Sing Week right now. I'm like, everybody, okay, they had a catalog besides Week, you know, so just leave them alone. Same thing with Escape. Um, you're always, you know, you're not always on my mind. Sorry. Um, they did. I'm still thinking of the SWV. Sorry, y'all. Um, but with uh, Escape and, and, and their whole catalog and everything, uh, just, just each one of them brought an essence of their, their great vocal ability. And, and you have to, me talking about it is one thing, but you have to look, you have to, you have to look it up for yourself. You have to watch it yourself. Uh, and I just looked it up. Yes, it is still, uh, available on triller.com and, it, we, I mean, again, we won, we won, ladies and gentlemen, we just, we just, we, we definitely won when it came to these phenomenal, phenomenal ladies. Um, some of the songs that Escape sang that just had me, uh, 
let me break down each one that I just found my favorite. Okay, in round three, Escape saying, am I dreaming? Who, they saying that, 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 that was, that was, that's one, that's one of my faves. And then in round five, this is where I kind of like shed a little bit of tears. Run to the, uh, the, I think it was to the arms of the one who loves you. Run to the arms of the one that loves you. Whew. I had to download that afterwards. I had to, I had to have that in my playlist because that was by itself. That was just, ooh, just vocals, vocals, blend and everything. And of course, before they did the intermission, everybody's favorite, my favorite, your favorite, don't lie because it is just, period, just kicking it, okay? Just kicking it. And of course, you know, they had Jermaine Dupree, who was in the audience, came up there and uh, jumped in and it was part of the, the song itself. So uh, it, it, it was amazing. And, you know, uh, of course, round 11, everybody, you know, they turned it down uh, real low. And still, I'm, I'm talking about the songs that Escape sang. I'll get to SWV in a minute. My Little Secret. I mean, that, that, that alone, you already know. My Little Secret, period. Um, and then, of course, you know, rounding out the ending of it with uh, understanding. Ugh. Ooh. Just a beautiful, 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 beautiful song. Um, people think that Escape won the whole thing with their vocals and vocal ability, the presentation, the harmonies, and everything else. Um, say, you know, whoever watched it, you know, you can assess that yourself and, and, and you know, decide for yourself. Um, but... Oh, and then runner up, of course, you know, who can I run to? Uh, ballad. Many people think that it is originally Escape sang this, but no, it was the Jones girls that sang this in 1979. Brilliant vocals. Shout out to Miss Shirley Jones. Miss Shirley Jones was on uh, Past the Mic with DJ Cassidy. She was on there and oh, beautiful, 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 beautiful. So shout out to her. I want to give her her flowers because. Uh, she, they, the Jones girls originally sang that. Now, SWV, of course they sang Week. Week can be on repeat for me. That was the ending of their song that they had. Uh, Endow Me. If you had Coco solo um, uh, CD, cassette, whatever that you listened to or downloaded her song, Endow Me, Coco blew the, blew the doors off of that. Made you want to get your whole life together and then some. Um, beautiful song. Vocals, beautiful just 100%, I, I, I mean, again, just her, her vocals, okay? Round five, they sang Downtown, and it was so funny how they, <laughs> they had to clarify to everybody when they was, you know, first heard Downtown, well, you know, in the 90s, and people were like, oh, we're going downtown, we're going everything else. That's not what that meant, ladies and gentlemen, so think about it when you hear the lyrics. I'm not going to talk about it on here, but... Um, they pretty much just crushed it when it came to that. So uh, Downtown was a, a song that they sang. Uh, Someone featuring Puff Daddy, now P, P. Diddy, Puff Daddy, now Diddy. Uh, that was a, a great song that they sang. You're the one. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Have it on my playlist. Uh, the Fans' Choice, and I forgot to talk about that. That's how Doritos got uh, brought in. They did a Fans' Choice, and uh, Fans' Choice was right here. Uh, by SWV, uh, you know, the throwback of uh, 
the sampling of a Michael Jackson song, uh, Human Nature. So, you know, that was, that was brilliant. And of course, when they came back from intermission, and I'm pausing because it's just Coco's voice again, if you only knew. And here's the thing. The originator, Patti LaBelle, is number one of this song, period. Okay, it's Patti and everybody else. But the two vocals that I've heard sing this song, okay, is Kiki Wyatt and Coco. And Coco destroyed this song. And what I mean by destroyed, I mean brilliantly. And if you have heard the original and then she sang it on, on this ver on this verses here, just amazing. Okay. Just amazing. And let me see, let me jump back to Escape real quick because I, I need to give a shout out to Tiny and to Candy. They did so showcase some of their songs that they did write um, and they write. They write uh, they wrote songs um, for several artists. And, and I did not know that, and we'll talk about it in a second, but um, I did not know that, you know, they wrote for uh, TLC's No Scrubs, did not know that. Um, so that, that was uh, a good, you know, bit of knowledge that I learned uh, that, that night. And of course, um, anything. They played the slow down version of anything, and then, you know, when the Wu-Tang Clan was in anything, um, again, absolutely brilliant. And of course, weak which everybody kept clamoring about saying, oh my gosh, can you play week? Can you sing week? Can you do this? Can you do that? Can you get off the couch? Can you stand? Can you do this? These ladies earned the right to do whatever they wanted to do because why? They gave and showcased their God-given talents, put it on a track, sold millions of copies, and blessed us for many, 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 many years. So I truly enjoyed myself. Uh, I hope they did as well. And the shout out to them, not only did that the day before Mother's Day, they're all mothers. And what was beautiful is that their kids came out and they gave them Mother's Day gifts uh, from Urban Decay and, you know, some other swag things too. And I was trying to holler at Urban Decay. I was trying to shoot my shot. Like, Urban Decay, hey, how can someone get a swag bag, you know, asking for a friend? So it, it, was, it was a nice overall uh, thing. Oh yeah. Shout out to the brat. The brat came out on one of the songs, uh, that escape performed as well too. uh, look at all and sounded all fantastic, like she does. So it, it was absolutely a great, uh, versus I, I haven't watched one that hasn't disappointed me. I mean, of course, you know, you go back and if you've been watching since day one, some of them had to have technical issues, sound issues, Wi-Fi issues and all that. And this one, it was just these two groups celebrating each other. And if you saw it, you know, they came together uh, throughout the performances, had some mic stands, you know, stood up for some of the stuff, kicked it for some of the stuff. And but just harmonies, 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 vocals, not one note to me, not one note from both of these groups out of play. I mean, it was it was beautiful. It was well done. Uh, shout out to Versus again, knocking it out of the park. Shout out to SWV and to Escape for just making it happen, blessing us with many years of awesome music. We truly do appreciate it as fans and hopefully new fans that now uh, has, uh, will download their music and check, out, check them out. So, um, And then, of course, you, you know, you got to, when it comes to people being well-known, it comes to everybody showcasing their talent, you know, you get rewarded for your talent. You get, you know, for the music industry, there's, you know, a different variety of awards that you get, you know, the ultimate being a Grammy uh, for actors and actresses and directors and 
producers and those that are involved in that movie, technical, costume design, uh, um, best score, best song, that sort of thing. Uh, you got your award season. And of course, you got one that is, you know, without its controversies. And it was called out uh, recently on the last airing of the Golden Globes by Tina Fey and Amy Poehler that brilliantly called out the Hollywood Foreign Press Association for their lack of diversity. Uh, in the years that they have been existent in, um, I believe it said 20-something years, uh, they do not have one single, and I believe I talked about this on uh, one of my, or a couple of my uh, episodes that I've had. I had a guest on, I believe I talked about it uh, on myself on, on a previous episode. Diversity, they lack it. Uh, they do not have a, a person of color on their, on their board. And Hollywood is speaking up about it more so than ever. It's not just on the show that itself, but uh, they are speaking up more and more about it. And I was reading a little article on CNN, and it talked about the Golden Globes will not be airing on NBC next year. So NBC pulled it, pulled it officially uh, a few days ago, and saying temporarily ending its decades-long relationship between the network and the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, the nonprofit responsible for these awards. Uh, the, uh, the article continued to say the network announced that it would not carry the show in 2022 after controversies surrounding the Hollywood Foreign Press Association's lack of diversity and ethical questions related to financial benefits given to some members, such as a hotel stay connection with the Emily, Emily in Paris junket. Uh, and there has been numerous amount of things of harassment, favoritism, uh, the list I was reading through, and it was just absolutely uh, ungodly awful. Uh, behind the scenes. And in a, in a bold move, Tom Cruise returned uh, his three Golden Globes that he won, one for Born on the Fourth of July um, and uh, a couple other movies that he was in, uh, you know, speaking up loudly, um, saying that, you know, the Hollywood foreign press needs to figure it out and needs to get it all together when it comes to diversity. And then I, you know, it's, it's one thing where they just do lip service. You know, it, it's, it's, they do lip service and say they're going to be better and, and make things happen. And it's another thing where they just continually sweep it under the rug. And so, you know, NBC dropping them and now, you know, the Golden Globes coming out with a statement, statement and basically in a nutshell, they're scrambling to find someone that's going to host their show. You're going to have any, some empty seats. Nobody is going to uh, support you. No one's going to, you know, want your award. And I think more and more people of of Hollywood that have won, that were nominated. Uh, I mean, the, the voices are louder and it's magnifying by the minute, by the hour of uh, the Hollywood foreign press needing to be held accountable for its actions of lack of diversity. And that blows my mind still that they do not have people of color on their association. And I, all I have is just one question to ask them, why? Why? What, what's, what's taking so long? Um, and from the, the things that I've read of how, uh, the kickbacks and, and, and the financial things that you have done for, uh, certain movies and, um, actors, actresses, you know, they weren't of color, but you don't have anybody of color on your association. And the other question I have is when you're going to fix it, statements, and, and all that, this isn't new. This is something that's been going on for 20 plus years that, that the Hollywood Foreign Press Association has done. So when is it going to get fixed? 
why are you not have why do you not have anybody on your association that's of color? So while you are trying to find a home to host these Golden Globe Awards, please keep in mind that Hollywood is diverse. There is many skills and many crafts of people that are coming out with different genres of movies. The common thing is it's diverse. Diversity is not going to go away. It will not go away in Hollywood. And if these movies, directors and actors and actresses are speaking up about an issue that is going on in your association, listen. And while you're listening, take action and make it right. That's all I got to say about that. So hopefully they do that because award season is my favorite time. Um, besides my, you know, love of sports, I love award season, but if it's not diverse and it, it doesn't welcome everybody with open arms, I'm not for you, you know? So hopefully they get it together and get their things right. Cause other than that, uh, like Tom Cruise gave back his awards and everything else, I believe other people will follow suit. And, uh, you know, fans like myself that are quite disappointed on the way that they are making or not making this happen. Um, it's going to get ugly for the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. So uh, we'll just see. We'll see how it goes. You'll hear for, uh, more about it um, through the media. And you surely will hear more about it on this podcast. I'll talk about it often. So it's your move, Hollywood Foreign Press. It's your move. Mental health awareness is this month. We uh, take time out of every single month that I have started this podcast last August. And I bring uh, experts on this show and I talk about mental health awareness and how we need to make sure that our mental state, our, our health is in hundred percent check. And it was announced on Apple TV, or if you have it, Apple TV plus, uh, that Oprah and Prince Harry are going to, um, debut or premiere or premiere a, a series called the me you can't see on Apple TV plus on May 21st. Um, in this series, and I'm reading an article here on Variety that talks a little bit about uh, this. They are both um, co-creators and executive producers. Uh, Miss Winfrey and Prince Harry will guide discussions about mental health and emotional well-being while opening up about their own mental health journeys and struggles. And along with uh, this, they will feature uh, some of the guests on the show: be Lady Gaga, Glenn, Glenn Co- I'm sorry, Glenn Close. Uh, San Antonio Spurs um, NBA star DeMar DeRozan, Phoenix Suns star Langston Galloway, um, mental health advocate and speaker Zach Williams, Olympic boxer Virginia uh, Fuchs, and celebrity chef Rashad Armstead. And so they will talk about different various things. Uh, it says, according to the article here, a variety of different things that they, uh, the struggles that they have gone through um, mental health wise, the breakdowns that they've had, the help that they went to seek, uh, and that they, the overall thing is that those that watch it, uh, watch this, um, thing that's coming out on uh, May 21st, that people will go. And if they are going through similar situations of mental health breakdown, that there is an outlet, that there is hope, that there is a chance, uh, for them to seek help. So, uh, May 21st, I'm definitely going to be watching it. I'm going to uh, um, give my feedback about it. Uh, I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to a discussion uh, with other people that are going to be tuning in. I know there will be a huge one going on Twitter, Twitter once um, the documentary is 
uh, premiered on May 21st. So definitely going to check it out, but make sure, and before I, I, I close the show out, please make sure that we check on one another. Uh, May is the focus on mental health awareness, but once May ends, we need to continue to check on each other in June, July, August, September, and on and on and on every day. Check in on people, check in on your parents, check in on your neighbors, make sure everyone's good. The pandemic is starting to slow down, but mental health is being talked about more than ever. And so we need to, as a people that are here, because we've went through some horrific things the past year and a half, almost two years of, of COVID, of this pandemic, job loss, uh, so many different things that have changed. But at the end of the day, there is hope, there is light, um, and we need to be that light into someone else that is going to, that is in dark, that's going through some dark times. So just make sure we check on each other and give that phone call, zoom call, text, make sure they're okay and everything else. Uh, shout out to the people that got vaccinated. You know, you're going to go hug your parents. I've heard and seen, and, uh, people have called me and many of stories that the number one thing that they wanted to do was go hug their loved ones. And they have. Uh, after being away from them for so long. So it's a beautiful thing, but continue to stay safe out there, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure that you know you walk in health completely, but also make sure that your mental is healthy as well. So thank you so much for tuning into the podcast today. And as I always end the show, take care, stay safe. Everything she says is truth. If you don't know now, you know all you ever gotta say is Look all you ever gotta say is Be in the know of new episodes that are coming up on the podcast at heardthatwithmarisa.com. I'm also available on Instagram at Marisa Tigney Podcast, on Twitter at Lovely Marisa T, as well as Facebook on a social media page, Heard That With Marisa Tigney. I appreciate your continued support. Everything she says is truth. If you don't know now, you know all you ever gotta say is Look all you ever gotta say is Heard that, heard that, heard that, heard that.